Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square. Here's your chance, do your dance. It's Space Jam on Normies Like Us. What's up, Doc? What's going on here? You heard of the Dream Team? Well, we're the Mean Team, pussy man. The Goon Squad! My money's on the other team. Let's play some basketball. We'll get your son back. You guys are nuts. Correction, we're the Mutants. And as such are the exclusive property and trademark of Warner Brothers, Inc. Welcome back to Normies Like Us. You heard it up top. We are going to the center of the Earth to fight space aliens, or, or maybe we're going to a, a server to fight an AI. Either way, we're talking a one-of-a-kind franchise. That's right. It's Warner Brothers Space Jams, only on Normies Like Us, with your host, uh, Colin, but they call me Wet Fire. <laughs> uh, I guess Michael James. Oh, that's my middle name. <laughs> Joji Rhythm. <laughs> and this is King Jacob. King Jacob. Oh, nice. Like King James. Yes. Wow. Dang, I, I should have been Michael B. Jordan, but maybe that's burying the lead a little bit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we'll get there. But the Space Jams. Colin said it's a franchise. Not a franchise until this weekend, past weekend. When that's right. A new legacy came out. Yep. It's very big stuff. Uh, so we'll be talking Space Jam, both of them. The first one, Michael Jordan, 96, correct? And then now, 2021. It's arrived. Here we are, it's boys. It's Black Widow. Oh, here yeah. here we are. Yes. All his life. Kind of a wild adventure. Um, I guess we'll say up top again, you know, kind of how we watched it. This was a home viewing. HBO Max, right? Oh, yeah. Yep, we watched it. This one at home, for sure. Um, and glad that I did. <laughs> I watched both of them. They're both on HBO, though. Right? Yes, so, yes. Oh, yeah. Totally. It's nice. You can I watched the them both as well. Synergy. Uh, I watched A New Legacy the, the day it came out. Um, as you guys probably know, I'm a pretty big basketball fan. Uh, it's my favorite sport. Uh, apologies to football. but uh, And I'm also mm. a huge LeBron James fan. Uh, huge Cleveland Cavaliers fan, obviously. And... Uh, as you know, I grew up in Ohio, Canton, Ohio, uh, which is very close to Akron, Ohio, which is where LeBron grew up. And uh, I've always just uh, felt like a, a special connection with him. You know, the most famous <laughs> yeah. basketball player in the world and me, hey. you know, we have a special connection. What's the most personal episode we're going to do on Normates <laughs> Like Us? Well, probably Space Jam. Yeah, no, I'm with you, buddy. I'm, I'm very happy we're doing yeah. this. Yeah. And LeBron, you know, thanks for listening to this episode. We know you're out there at Jacob's request. That's right. And we, we are were, uh, per- close personal friends. So I did text him to let him know we were doing this episode. He requested the episode, actually. He actually messaged right. you and said, hey, can you come yeah, to my new movie, dog? Time. And we were like, I guess we can yeah, do that. Yeah, he was going to be on uh, as part of the, the media blitz for this movie. But uh, I guess he got double booked. So uh, he, he can't make it tonight. But, uh, you know, we're going to talk about it anyways. Yeah, but that's true. For the listeners of the cast, um, some Ohio boys out here. I, too, am from Northeast Ohio, not too far from Akron, Cleveland metropolitan area. So, yes, uh, affinity for LeBron. And I did uh, I did like one of the, the digs they made uh, on him in the second film. But we'll get there. And we'll Mike, there. are you a basketball fan? 
Not as honestly, basketball is number three. I like hockey, then football, then basketball. Okay. But LeBron is the savior of Cleveland. Top three. He made us relevant again. Yes. So. Yes. And if I'm you more don't of a know, LeBron um, fan than I am a basketball yes, totally. fan. Okay. Yeah, I'm a I'm a diehard Cavs and Browns fan. Those are my two teams, and uh, it's worked out the last 15 years or so because when the Cavs have been good, the Browns are bad, and then the Cavs. As soon as the Cavs became bad again when LeBron left, the Browns got good. So it's like. <laughs> One of my two teams is always good at some point. It, so. Well, we won't spoil so now, it yet. It, there, there's moments in that right. second one, Mike, where you know we get the the same little intro thing where it's like we're going to talk about LeBron being in Cleveland. We're going to talk about Miami. We're going to talk about back to Cleveland. Also, L.A. <laughs> it's like oh oh, let's scoot yeah. past that as quick as possible. But I got to ask yeah, Joe, opening, yeah. uh, uh, another mm-hmm. basketball fan, maybe? Uh, not really. I mean, <laughs> I like basketball more than I like baseball so i guess like a, it's not my least favorite but you know no, i was a, a kid in the 90s so obviously i was a michael jordan and space jam fan yes uh, yeah that makes a lot of sense and as jacob was saying with the browns and the cows and one is good the other is bad maybe we have a similar situation here with space jam and new legacy i say we just jump right into it let's talk the space jams Taking it back to 1996. Coming up next. Numbers like us. We're back. We're tagging in. We're talking Space Jam, like we said, the franchise to meet all franchise. We're going to talk about all of them, but, you know, we'll do a little history and stuff. And, Jacob, you're going to be our, our coach on this one, our Daffy, our manager, talking about the uh, sports side of stuff. That's right. As the uh, resident basketball expert here at Normies Like Us, I'll explain all the uh, references and nicknames that the different uh, players have on the, the Monstars or the Goon Squad, I guess they're called in this one. Um so that you normies will will understand a little little more. I'll also need help with some of the finer points of the rules of the game <laughs> of basketball because you know, I just a little bit of clarity once yeah. we get to the basketball. You explain style points, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, the yeah, thing is, yeah. they're not really playing basketball, right? They're playing LeBron James's what? son's video whoa, game whoa. that he invented at at the age of twelve years old. Yeah, so. it's called NBA Jam. They invent yeah. NBA Jam. <laughs> but you're right, Mike. We got to talk about right, the right. first one first. Um, oh, you right. said it, 1996. We we talked about the Fever too. Um, you know, I, I was joking off pot with you guys. MJ kind of meant something different for our generation, Michael Jackson, maybe, but there was the contention too of <laughs> like, no, it's Michael Jordan, the biggest star in the world. Yes. The thing yeah. is, with as popular as LeBron James now is now, like he's famous all over the world, but that's nothing compared to what Michael Jordan was in the 90s. He was like the biggest star in the world. Like everybody knew who Michael Jordan was and he was basketball. And part of it is because the, the level of talent wasn't as good in the nineties. So he was just so far above, you know, the rest of them that, uh, even though LeBron is great, he can't really rise to that level. I think so LeBron, or Michael Jordan was just huge. He was just everywhere. I mean, kind of like the Wayne Gretzky of his sport, you know, somehow just above and beyond head and shoulders, all of his contemporaries, right. You know, totally. Basically, in that sense. 
Obviously, everyone gets hockey more than basketball. That's why I was throwing that out there. Obviously. But uh, another thing that was huge in the 90s is Looney Tunes, right? Yes. Oh. And I wanted to say for 90s franchises in particular, only 90s kids will remember, which we are all on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, merchandising and like tie-ins and stuff. Like you're saying Looney Tunes are big. People don't understand. You would be at a bus stop. You would see your random neighbor wearing a giant sweater of a 90s hip-hop Tweety Bird. And you'd be like, yeah, I guess that's just like a, a fucking style choice. But I want to ask you guys, did you have any of those weird Looney Tunes 90s clothes? And given that none of us are from Chicago, did you have a Bulls jersey just with how big Michael Jordan was? Yes to both. Mm. I had a, really? a Looney Tunes jean jacket for some reason. Uh, Whoa, and, badass. You know, yeah, I had a, the I had holy a grail. jersey. I, wow. I did not have any Looney Tunes merch as far as I can remember. I did have a Michael Jordan poster that was a, a poster in my room, my bedroom. And it was Michael Jordan, Duncan, you know, as he does. Of course. And uh, yeah, and I wasn't even a Bulls fan. I wasn't even that big of a basketball fan as a kid or a sports fan. But uh, I just had a poster of Michael Jordan for some reason. Because Michael Jordan wasn't an athlete, he was a superhero. Like, everyone knew who he was, even if they didn't like basketball. That's why when he showed up in Space Jam, as a kid, I was like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, that makes sense. Of course he knows Bugs Bunny and they're all buddies, because they're all stars. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, he really was a superstar. I mean, he had the shoes, uh, you know, Air Jordans. He was in commercials for, like, Gatorade, McDonald's, like, the the biggest ubiquitous companies in the world. Like, you know, he was everywhere. Like I said, mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't have personally a Chicago bulls gear. My cousin had like a six starter Chicago bulls pullover, you know, Hell yeah. classic. And then, um, I, I didn't have any of those awesome, like bugs, bunny wearing Jinkos or, or anything, <laughs> but Tasmanian I did devil. have a favorite. Yeah. Taz was my favorite oh, really? Looney tune. And I remember this era of, yeah, Tweety with a backwards yes. baseball hat for some yeah. reason. Yes. Right. But Taz was and, on and they my jean jacket for some reason. Oh, I was going to say Marvin yeah. Martian Joe, but Taz, that's badass. Yeah, it was, it was Tasmanian devil. I don't know. I don't know how badass yeah, that is. So it's great. I love <laughs> it, man. <laughs> But did you ever own any of that stuff, Colin? You have a yeah, okay. Jersey? So look, you know, uh, Mike. Same thing. Like your cousin, I had just like a. a I told you in the football episode, a Forty ers starter jacket. Yeah, we didn't watch the Forty ers Yeah, I wasn't really watching basketball that much. I had a Toronto Raptors. I like dinosaurs. Why? I didn't know what Why? the hell I was doing. <laughs> and but my mom had this Looney Tunes um, country music stars. It was like Willie Nelson was uh, Sam. What's his name? Wild Sam. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. Looney Tunes were something you would go over to your grandparents' house and they would just put on, right? Is, is that sort of what they were to you guys? I would watch them in my home. Really? Yeah. I would come across them and leave them on. I don't know how much I even watched Looney Tunes. I just watched this movie, Space Jam, a lot in the 90s. I don't know if you guys are like this, but I had this movie on VHS and yeah. I just watched it like over oh and over God. all constantly. <laughs> Looney Tunes were big in that, like, I watched WB cartoons, and they would just be the characters that supported the things I like, not the thing I like themselves. Like, you know, right, you guys remember Warner Brothers stores? Like, those stores were always so cool. Sure. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, the big characters in there. Like, that is where 
the biggest exposure to Looney Tunes was for me. I don't, I don't I can probably count on my hands the amount I've seen that like actual shows. But Joe, you're right, so right really. with the supporting stuff of like Michigan J Frog would just come on and be like dub dub WB in between commercials, yeah. and you'd be like, okay. And just as, like, just Great. an interesting thing I want to point out to you guys: the rival to all this, because we're going to talk about Warner Brothers, we're going to talk about synergy, you know, properties and stuff like that. You know, the difference that we're all talking about the first time we saw Bugs, you know, the first time we're seeing Space Jam, this stuff. Over on the other side, Disney. They don't use Mickey Mouse. You know, Mike, outside of like him swinging a keyblade every 10 years, like you're not really seeing that little mousy motherfucker pop up. You're not getting a franchise like Space Jam where he's the star. No, no, that's true. You're not getting a sports movie starring Mickey and, and friends. Yes, right? so. that is surprising that Disney has not like said like, you know what? We need our own version of Space Jam. Let's get uh, fucking Tom Brady or someone to be in it and we'll do a football thing. Or something. And Goofy's throwing it, 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 footballs yeah. to Tom Brady, Jacob. Come yeah. on, that's a billion dollars. Pluto's a wide receiver because he's a dog. He likes <laughs> to play fetch. He'll go and you know, get it. Right anyway, itself. we're not giving away our ideas. Yeah, yeah. Contact us, Disney. But you guys are living in 1996 where they care about those characters and it's not like the franchise wars of 2020 <laughs> where it's more important that we have like 45 Batman characters in the background compared to like right. who's actually on the court. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And That's 1996, it, leading up to this, there was a series of, as Colin was saying, and Jacob too, like advertisements starring Michael Jordan, right? He was in everything, but they were also Michael Jordan and the Looney Tunes because for some reason, they were already old by 1996, but they were having this weird modernization. And then there was a crossover commercial campaign with like Marvin the Martian, at which point it's like, this could just be a movie. <laughs> and... So, so it literally is like a series of advertisements that someone's like, can we, can we get 90 yes. minutes out of this? Let's go for right. it. Right. And that's, that's what Space Jam totally. is. Totally. Right? That's what it's always been. And I think that's something to keep in mind with the new one coming out, maybe not living up to people's expectations, but people have to go back and watch the nineties one and realize, you know, that one was overly commercialized as well. So, oh yeah. Right. So on that note, we've set it up, right? Let's start it off. Colin on the rewatch. How do you feel, you know, looking at the nostalgia glasses and where you are now with, you know, rewatching the space. I would Jam. also be curious to know um, when it gets to you, Jacob, if seeing it on VHS was the first time you saw it. Cause I did not see this in theaters. This, I saw this for the first time, I think at a friend's sleepover and mm kind of i'll say this too the other phenomenon attached to this movie in the same way that eiffel 65 the i'm blue song kids just like accosted me was like what do you mean you don't know that song you have to (laughs) sing it people would just scream the i can i can't believe i can fly you know the the soundtracks to this song and be like you don't you haven't seen space jam yet so i just remember a lot of lead up to it um and just loving it as a kid, like you guys are saying too. Watching it this time, of course, you just you just realize you're the dumbest person <laughs> ever existed. This is my thesis. This is the worst thing we're ever going to cover on this podcast. Is this franchise? <laughs> and we've done every yes. Transformer. Wow. Well, that's the thing. I think is that Space Jam to us, it's we're all we're all seeing it through the the lens of nostalgia, right? Uh, if that came out mm-hmm. today, you know and we were adults, you know, we would be like, this is, this is stupid, but just watching it as a kid, it's ingrained in my brain so hard that I can't not like it. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. And Joe, how about you? I, 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 this was a theater one for me. I did see this in the theaters. Wow. Um, yeah, I remember like being super into it as a kid. And then I would say like at least once every two years for the past like 14, 15 years, I've seen Space Jam super fucked up and every time been like, wow, what a waste of time. This is awful. I need to get my life together. <laughs> So I have fond oh, memories wow. of like watching it as a kid, yes. but I have like more memories of watching it later and be like, what, why am I doing this? Yeah. Right. Right. So uh, this was not theaters for me, but it did have like, it was in the VHS player, like on repeat. I remember falling asleep to this movie many a time. Oh I remember that, you know, the opening scene of Michael shooting uh, free throws in the backyard late at night. It's like, just kind of work hard. I, I, that really Mike. stuck with me as a kid. Yeah. I, I'm more of a Looney Tunes fan than I was a Michael Jordan fan at that time in my life. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, again, nostalgia goggles were on, but watching it this time, yeah, it is a fever dream. <laughs> it is so bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> you know? The but best way the to soundtrack it. slaps and like you Classic get some soundtrack. Bill Murray and yeah. Wayne Knight. It's, it's fun, yes. but it is bonkers yeah. like for lack of a better what, word this Mike, was, I what also, is so crazy about it like what what is so crazy about this movie where <laughs> aliens in the cartoon world uh kidnap people in the real world and then have the looney tunes who are in a different cartoon world as their defenders makes perfect sense to right, me squawk hammer uh, enslave them yeah. on a space mountain <laughs> yeah yeah you're right uh you know and Bill Murray just showing up because the Teamster dropped him off. That's right. I think it makes complete sense. He's friends you know, with he, the producer. Um, he was Ivan friends Reitman. with the producer. Yeah. Evan Raven. It's the best. Yeah. Uh, classic great. guy. Best yeah. Dan Aykroyd there. Movie. So, yeah. all right. Tell us, Jacob. <laughs> tell us, tell us you seeing this, just your your history with this first one and you watching it now again with, I'm hoping, goggles off. <laughs> well, I did not see this in theaters either, I don't think. I just... I think I've mentioned it before. We had this, we had a two, we had a a VCR that had two slots and you could record. So we would rent uh, movies from the video store and we would just put, put in a blank tape. So we would just steal all these movies. We just had a rotation of these VHSs and I just, you know, played that thing so many times. Uh, And like I said, I wasn't a, I wasn't a basketball fan. I wasn't even really a Looney Tunes fan. I just, I just love that movie and rewatching it now. Uh, it all came back to me. I still love it, even even though it's uh, such a weird little movie. Uh, I still love it. I appreciate that it was lean and mean. Ninety minutes, it just yes. flew by. The pacing on this thing was, you know, real quick, real brisk, bizarre. But like, it didn't kind of. I didn't feel like I wasted my time. Aside from this, is just yeah, wild. Well, the thing is, like, every movie now is like too long. That's something that I maybe I'm just getting older, but that's something I've noticed that every movie could just be 20 minutes shorter now, and that includes mm-hmm. uh, Space Jam: A New Legacy, I think. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, a, a quick yeah, 90 we'll minutes there. basically, or, or whatever Space Jam is, close to 90 minutes, and it just goes by and and it's done. For the material, I think that's more than enough. Yes. Look, it's yes. great. You you barely regret watching it, and, and it goes really fast. It's yeah. Like, it's like a band Well, at least it's fast. Terminator, it's not Terminator. Some of the Terminators are long and bad. Uh, Transformers are long and bad, though. So at least this has, you know. Yeah. It's, it's polite enough to just, be short. Can, can uh, I just Colin, say, name a franchise that is worse than this thing, guys. Just oh, <laughs> That we have covered on this podcast. This is going to be the worst thing we've ever talked about. I love it. 
Look, I'm, I'm with you guys. Some positives. Mike, that moment, there's two times I basically cried in the last two days. I watched New Legacy first, mm-hmm. then I watched this one. Both of the times were the intros. I got very emotional when Michael's dad comes out. We should all say... This is the first time I've watched this since I watched The Last Dance, that incredible documentary series on Michael Jordan. I feel like Mm. I know him more as a person. So I know that his dad, who died under mysterious circumstances and totally wasn't affiliated with gambling or anything, and there's totally nothing (laughs) mysterious about it at all, uh, coming out and saying that stuff to Michael is like super interesting and great. But it's just, guys, this is a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, I do like how it incorporates his real life events. So I also have seen, I've seen The Last Dance twice, actually. I saw it when it first came out and then I rewatched it on Netflix recently and I just love it. Uh, so but good. It, it, yeah. But it really shows you what was going on, you know, with Michael, his father dying and then him retiring from basketball the first time to go play baseball, which was his father's dream for him, basically. Um, and all that's incorporated into the movie in like a pretty clever way, I think. So that's one thing I have to give it credit for. Plot structure, Jacob. Yeah. Danny DeVito, who I didn't even put in the notes because I forgot this motherfucker was the bad guy in this <laughs> mm-hmm. first movie, yeah. says, why didn't you steal his talent? He seems like a ball player. He He's a baseball player. You know, like that's clever. Yeah. Every once in a while, they do something clever, right? It's, it's, um, it's pretty wild. Um, I like how they integrated his real life events, like Jacob's saying, and like this movie only happened because he did return to basketball. Right. And they were like, oh shit, you play basketball again. Let's do that advertising thing we talked about, you know, finally, right? Um, so I think for me, the stuff that I like is, as an adult, is like the weird human stuff. Like I enjoy Wayne Knight kind of just trying to be friends with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan wants none of it. Right. And then like he's trying to just he's fixing a divot, you know, trying to find Michael Jordan after he gets pulled into the golf so hole. Fine. And, you know, that stuff is all kind of works because it's it's because it's Wayne Knight. I yeah. Guess. Speaking um, of Wayne Knight, isn't it weird how he was kind of everywhere in the 90s? Like he was on Seinfeld. He was in Jurassic Park. He was in Space Jam. He's just kind of everywhere in the back. Regular right? Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Knight is the Michael Jordan of cameos. Um, <laughs> That's right, that's right. But what do we think then, I guess? People always dog on Michael Jordan's performance. And when you look at modern reviews of it, they say he's terrible. Joe, how is Michael Jordan's acting? Uh, It's on par with LeBron James's. Can I just jump in and say, do you guys remember that series of Haynes commercials when he became the underwear spokesperson? Yes. That yes. is the only thing that rivals how lazy he is coming across in this movie. When he when he out of nowhere has that little Hitler mustache that he decided to do, everybody's like, I don't know, Michael Jordan. That is how bad he is in this film. Yeah. Yeah, that's about the energy it's, level. It's what he's trying to sell you. Hey, it's just like such a uh, you know. I'm happy to be here. Like <laughs> it, it was the '90s. 9/11 hadn't happened yet. Everyone's oh. just collecting their paychecks. The economy's yeah. doing great. There's company synergy. Just, just everyone's just collecting their paychecks. Happy to be there. Getting away with it. Yeah. Well, and so much of his acting is like, okay, you're acting against a bunch of cartoons, so just like pretend that they're there. So it's like that's a lot harder to do, I think, than act with other actors. So I kind of 
cut him a break as, you know, someone who's not a professional actor. And his work ethic in the 90s was insane, too. Like, if you watch The Last Dance, while shooting this movie, like, after shooting, he would go do these long workout sessions. And uh, it's just like, when did he have time to sleep, you know? But, um, you know, he was was, was an amazing athlete. So He'd go to the casinos. Yeah. He was making millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> Look, he's yeah. our hero. He was, he was a little boy's hero. But, you know, just the importance of what this brand was for him. If you guys recall, he would not sign license deals. We talked about how many commercials he was in, but he would not appear in NBA Jam. Uh, he was like, no, 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 you cannot use me. You cannot use yeah. my other stuff. He appeared in the goddamn Space Jam game. Like that alone was a reason to be like, power up the Super Nintendo, baby. I yeah, wonder if right? he's in Dominic James's uh, basketball game. <laughs> Doubtful. We'll Cross with the spider squad. <laughs> right. In, in NBA Jam, who was it? It was Scottie Pippen and who it else? Was, if you, remember, Bill Clinton, Jordan. if you put in a code, and you could also unlock a guy yeah, who had the Clinton. same jersey number as Michael and <laughs> was like a guy on the bench who I think his name was like Jordan Clampair or something like that. It's like, cool, cool. <laughs> Michael Jurgen, yeah, Michael Morgan, right? <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, so Michael Jordan has to save the Looney Tunes because they're going to be enslaved, right? The setup is a little cleaner. It's stupid, but it's like we need a basketball guy. We'll pull him down here. We'll play basketball. They've never played basketball. You know, looniness ensues, yes. and the aliens, upon learning what basketball is, getting conned into playing the game, they steal the powers from all the NBA yes. players. Jacob. Who are these players and why? Ooh, are as a non basketball guy, the only yeah. person I recognized was Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. I saw him and I was like, what's up, Charles Barkley? Everybody? Yeah, it's all of us. <laughs> yeah, so this has always been a pet peeve of mine is that the makeup of this uh, team makes no sense. So they get Charles Barkley, they oh. get two power forwards, <laughs> two centers, and Muggsy Bogues, literally the <laughs> shortest person to ever play in the NBA. So that makes no sense. You got four big men. You should have at least, you know, another guard and like a wingman. But um, well, the Looney Tunes are all short. They they met them. Right. They're gonna, they're trying to play uh-huh. the physical domination game. Blo- blo- but your spacing them out, would right? be terrible with that lineup. You got you got two centers in the paint. <laughs> okay. Makes no sense. But yeah, but um, you're also a monster okay. Frankenstein that's like twenty feet tall. I'm not too worried yeah. about it. <laughs> uh, but of course, you have Charles Barkley, who was the second best player of the '90s. He's, he's the Kevin Durant to uh, Michael Jordan's uh, LeBron. Um, uh, you also had Larry Bird in this movie a little bit. Uh, he had retired just as like by a this buddy. point, but he was just like friends yes. with Michael. He's like golfing. Yeah. Yes, because in Jordan, real life they yeah. did have like a uh, golfing uh, frenemies thing where they were competing against each other all the time. But uh, Larry Bird was retired by that point. Um, so you have Charles Barkley. You have uh, I'm not I'm not I don't even remember the names of some of these guys. But you had Patrick Ewing, Patrick Ewing. Yeah, from the Knicks. Ewing. The, Tall white guy, I forget his name. Sean Bradley. He wasn't even that good, even nice. in the '90s. Like he only played like ten minutes a game, but he was just a very tall center. Wow. Uh, and then you had they got him for the look. Yeah, I think so to kind of differentiate because he's the tall, skinny blue guy. I think. Yeah, he's the blue one with the yeah. dumb face. Yeah. yeah. The doofus. But Sean Bradley yeah, never fair. that good. I don't think he ever made an All Star team, so it's like a little weird selection. And then Muggsy Bogues as the point guard, uh, famously the shortest player to ever play in the NBA. Uh, and you got to be really good if you're if you're short, obviously. Mm-hmm. Got the handles apparently. What do we think about the the subplot of this? Because I like some of it. Like I like 
them being yes like in therapy and trying to figure out why i like charles barkley going to play basketball with yes. these girls in the neighborhood and they say you're not charles barkley you suck <laughs> and this is here. something that i was missing <laughs> in the new one which we'll talk about but the nba player we'll cameos there, yeah. are so much better in this one they get whole scenes where they're where they're doing that stuff and uh, i think that really adds to the movie for sure that's a strength of this i think even. totally in my totally. opinion, if you can call it I mean, that. it is a basketball um, movie still, right? Like that, yes. the, the 1996, it is a Looney Tunes and a basketball movie. It's a sports movie. I don't think you can say the same thing for the sequel. Yeah, so I guess the final thing we could talk, let's talk the basketball scene. It, it, it's going to lead up to the big game, right? Obviously, both these movies have similar structure. How do we feel about the big game and that whole execution? Obviously, there's uh, plenty of weird rule breaking. Yes. But I, I enjoy the big game in Space Jam 96 quite a bit, actually. It, it's fun. Um, Wayne Knight gets a moment. Bill Murray gets a moment. The whole Jordan seeding this uh, idea. Hey, these stuff. players are losing their it's powers. It's like a cool subplot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the placebo. Yeah, so, so I like that a lot of that stuff pays off. Bill Murray always trying to sneak in. You know, these players are getting sick. They're going to need new guys. Maybe somebody uh, who never got a shot. Yeah. Always getting shot down. He finally gets to do right. it. And then, you know, I like it. They win the game and they're like, Bill Murray, do you want to celebrate? And he's like, nope, I'm out <laughs> here. My cameo's uh, yeah, done. Yeah, no way, man. <laughs> I'm not hanging out with these Looney yeah, Tunes. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, what do you think, Jacob? Love Bill Murray in this and the, the basketball stuff. I like it because it's like a good mix of Looney Tunes bits mixed in with the basketball, but it's like still a recognizable basketball game most, most of the time, uh, which is more than you can say for the new one possibly, but... Uh, I like it, yeah. I, the thing I, I wonder is, it appears that there are no rules. With, I don't want to get too into a Looney Tunes basketball game, but like they're shooting guns, <laughs> they're they're doing a lot of yes. things that is, should be illegal in a basketball game. But the one rule there is is Marvin the Martian is like, uh, you need five players or <laughs> you'll right. flip it. Right. Like so anything goes, you just need five bodies on That's the right. court. We don't care what you do after right. that. And then. Michael Jordan doesn't realize until the very end that he can like stretch his arm out and do wacky Looney Tunes bits so and they don't iconic, tell him this though. until the end. And he's like, you should have told me that earlier. And he does the big arm stretch, the famous arm Classic. stretch. It's I believe not even I can a slam fly. dunk. He just no, drops but I mean, ball. come on. He's was... known as Air Jordan. It's the pose he's doing on his shoes. He is just bringing it home. You know, little kids at home tongue are out. like, I'm going to buy those. Tongue out, of course. It's, it's you know. Classic. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. Yeah, and we get, yeah, it works. I mean, you know, they win the day, Looney Tunes are saved, and uh, yeah, I mean, victory, right? And the only other note I have, I guess, on this one is the introduction, internet, get ready, Lola Bunny introducing this. <laughs> Some bad stuff is going, like, uh, watch out for uh, rule uh, XXX yeah. or whatever that's called. Now, <laughs> thank you, Mike. Like, one thing I, I don't I don't want to say, though. Hey, hey, I said the rule part. <laughs> Uh, one thing I just want to point out, though, we're going to get the smallest, smallest, teeniest bit of continuity between one and two here. Um, in that, in the sequel, our little alien monsters reappear again. But yes. my number one complaint, they're like mad at the tunes, who I'm not even positive I understand that. They all willingly give those powers the back squad. at the end. They're freed from slavery, from Danny That's DeVito. True. And they stay behind because they would say, can we hang yeah. out with you? You know, you guys are great. Uh, right. Why don't they live on the planet, Planet Looney? I didn't see that, so you'll have to explain that once we... I, I totally must they were have missed that. They were just a little cameo in the crowd guys. at yeah, one they're point. They're just hanging out. Yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, jeez. 
Yeah, I, I like those guys. And I remember, I, I think they even appeared in subsequent Looney Tunes mm. work, like periodic. They've shown up in a handful of uh, little things that have happened. Wow. Yeah, mm. nothing significant. But overall, I mean, I think dumb sports movie, but it sports movie elements work, uh, more or less. And the soundtrack freaking slaps. It's a banger. Time keeps on Even slipping. Even if you have to delete the R. Kelly track, which I would, <laughs> it still slaps. Yeah. The whole soundtrack is so Absolutely. good. And the last thing I just want to say, it might be a bad movie, but I still will always love it. And it's a snapshot of a very specific time. Uh, the 90s, you know, 96 in particular, it just feels like everyone was on top of the world and it could only go downhill <laughs> from, from there. And it did. Right. <laughs> and it did. Let's go downhill right now. Uh, maybe. We'll see. Talk about it. Space Jam, a new legacy. Or not. Coming up next. <laughs> Everybody get up. It's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. There's no chance. We gon' dance at the Space Jam. We're back. Welcome back to the Space Jam. Oh, Jacob, hold on. Put your fancy phone away with that incredible scanner device. <laughs> we don't want any sort of accidents on us now. Look, I may be only 12 years old, but I created my own video game. So, hey, with, you know, <laughs> with, with asset flips on Steam and Unity, and like a 12 year old could conceivably make a basketball game, I think, you know? Sure, but yeah, it's just basically, like you said, Look, he's not a regular 12-year-old, okay? He's the 12-year-old of the elite. Those are different. Oh, they have, they he's the prince. To a lot he's more, the, right. the prince That's the thing the you have king. to keep in mind is that, uh, yeah, with the resources that he has, Damn. you know, I, you know, if my dad was a was a multimillionaire, I could probably make a video game, too, with the, with the, all yeah, the technology. And, fiber. and here's, you, here's you, the difference. You could invent NBA Jam. You start out, start out right mm-hmm. away. It's just so different because you have Michael Jordan, a superhero in my eyes. Literally, it makes sense to see him next to these characters. He is a character himself. And now, like, as an adult, seeing LeBron James, all I can think of, like, oh, must be nice to have, like, a house or a yard. <laughs> oh, is that your basketball court? Fuck you, LeBron. Private home and You should have practiced basketball more, Joe. I was yeah. at midnight shooting free throws. kept the Game Boy Color. <laughs> right. That's something to <laughs> so yeah. address here right off the bat. Game Boy Color. That's a good thing because in this universe, the Space Jam movie exists? Was it a Space Jam backpack or was it just Looney Tunes? What? I I don't know if that's just a Bugs Bunny game. Yeah, it's just a Bugs Bunny game. Okay, okay, I could have just invented that. Well, I think Space Jam did happen in the events of this movie because they make callbacks to it. And the, there's a one joke in particular, which I think was the funniest joke in the movie. Which but it we'll wasn't get a theatrical to, but, uh, release film in this universe, so. Little no, I don't think it was a was film, but it was just like an event history. that happened. Why yeah. would it not be, though? Like, if, <laughs> it should be. It, technically, I would think it is, because the whole movie takes place inside the server-verse. So if we see right. cameos of the other aliens from the first movie, and they are in the server-verse... And if I mean, Michael Jackson... Like, this isn't even... Michael Jordan gets dropped off to a baseball game in a spaceship, Right? 
that so that right. happened yeah. in the real world. <laughs> People witnessed right, that. Right. No, I, I don't spaceship. think so. I think I so here's my big pitch is it's not <laughs> a sequel. Out, it is like some sort of matrix uh, situation where it's all in a simulation. Even the first <laughs> like film this, is in the server. Like this yeah. Bugs Bunny. Yeah, so if the first film is in the server, then this is not the Bugs Bunny who did all Whoa. of those things. This is the Bugs Bunny who was the actor in uh, that movie. It's making me so the first Space Jam that we watched in 96 sense. was invented by Algie Rhythm as a market test to make the LeBron one? <laughs> I hope so. It, it, it was a product. Wow. It was, you know, one of the nine million franchises that this movie is a commercial for. And that's a big thing, too. So here we go. Uh, Space Jam, New Legacy, LeBron's rich his son's rich he's making video games but this movie is about <laughs> a lot more than what is advertised to us as the looney tunes and lebron there there is a lot going on here once we get to the server verse yes one thing i want to say though the plot does make at least more sense in the sense that don Cheadle kidnaps lebron's son so he kind of has to do the the game michael jordan's just like okay yeah, okay, I'll I'll play some so at least there's for something there. Yeah, there's there's more stakes in this in this movie for stakes. sure. Um my question is why even call it Space Jam? They're not really in I guess they're in space in the server, but it should be called like Tron Jam. It feels like Tron right? Jam. <laughs> Interspace yeah. Jam. Does anyone say Space Jam in this movie? I don't remember that doing it. I probably not. I don't think so. No, I'm so bummed out, guys. This is it. Yeah, Colin, you go ahead. (laughs) It's the worst movie we've ever done. Like, look, it just Mike. You said there's an undercurrent to something else Mm -hmm. going on here. The play for this is normies. When you look at the state of the world, how content is consumed and stuff, it's very important right now for brand identity. Back in the day, it was important for brand synergy. It makes sense to revive a dead property with a different property that's working and kick all that money back upstairs. Here it's like, there's no point doing anything unless my name is on that thing. If you're not seeing my name 400 times a day, I'm not beating the guy who you're seeing their name 300 times a day. So there's no point to it, right? Mm. This is the battle for Warner Brothers. Now, we get so much imagery in this that's the shield of what Warner Brothers Mm -hmm. is, right? You know, with the W and the B taken out. Now, Joe, I don't know about you, when I see that, even though it is a property that WB owns, I think of superheroes. I think of like Superman or something. You know, I'm not I'm not thinking of the shield that is Warner Brothers. So they don't have a one-to-one of what is the, you know, Disney logo. You know, the, the, the magic of seeing Mickey Mouse's ears, right? Which is their version of that WB mm-hmm. shield. Instead, they got the water tower. The water tower is a one-to-one to the magic castle. But, uh, you know... I ask you this, guys. When I even say the words Warner Brothers, what do you think of? I think of and dot. You know, I think of Mm. the Animaniacs, you know, as something that they don't even own. That's something that's on Hulu, something that they don't even like. Warner Brothers doesn't have the foresight to like own all the things that they make or whatever. So instead, what they spit out is Space Jam 2. And they say, this will be everything that we make. And is that what Space Jam is? Well, here's the thing, Cot. Um, in the '90s, there was no kind of concept of a connected Shame? universe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we live in a post, you know, MCU world where every yeah. 
uh, studio needs like to have their own connected universe where all their properties are, you know, like you said, brand synergy, right? So, uh, you know, Warner Brothers is looking at Disney with their Marvel and their uh, Star Wars, and they have all this successful they're stuff, saying, and they're thinking, "Hey, we need something like that to like. We need we need to show all of our different properties together, so people can be like, you know, oh, cool, Warner Brothers. So, what better vehicle to do that than the Space we'll Jam? See your Mighty Ducks game I mean, changers think, and raise you a new wow. legacy. Right? Go ahead. <laughs> I think I think you're right and wrong at the same time because like this isn't an MCU. This isn't a connected universe. This is a commercial. This is the difference between uh, content and filmmaking. This is a piece Ooh. of content. This is a, a five-minute spot before the NBA final final game to get you to sign up for HBO Max. That's all it is. Right. I don't think it's trying to create like a connected universe where we're going to see like Space no, Ghost I, and Scooby-Doo and all of that together. Oh I just think God. it's literally meant for you to be like, oh, yeah, 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 you're right, Warner Brothers. You do have properties and franchises. Oh, yeah, you own Wizard Thank of Oz. That is strange me. that MGM yeah. you know, went under. It's like, am I no, supposed I totally to be thinking with you? I totally agree with you, Joe. It is, it is you know, to sell stuff, but it's like, it's Warner Brothers saying, see all these different properties we have together. Um, like, if if the concept of, like, connected universes existed in the 90s, that's what the original Space Jam would have been. Because the original Space Jam was just, like, Michael Jordan's popular, Looney Tunes are popular, let's put them together and sell a lot of merch and stuff. And that's yeah. what is, they're doing with this, but they're just taking it to the next level and they're saying, let's put all of our properties in here Jacob. for some reason. It's a commercial for Warner yeah. Brothers, which is like yes, crazy because yes. it's not a commercial for the NBA or Looney Tunes or like no, Burger no. King. It is literally a calling card they made for themselves, yeah. which is just like mind blowing that that someone had the ego to do that. I mean, it takes so long right. in this movie before we even meet the Looney Tunes, right? It, it takes and yes. by the time we meet just Bugs. Then we go on, if you're a Gargoyles fan, what I would call the world tour arc, where they're just visiting Warner properties for these one-off jokes, essentially. Right. There's a lot of them. You see in the trailer, LeBron, yes. in, before he goes in the server verse, says, what in the Matrix hell? Mad Max. Like, that line isn't funny <laughs> in any way. Matrix. Matrix. to say the word Matrix, because... <laughs> also, uh, when, yes. they, when they go to the Matrix world, it's so, like, nondescript that they literally just write the Matrix on top <laughs> the Matrix. of the planet. Right. So you know which franchise we're about to reference. Like, it doesn't even, like, Westeros, it just has, like, the icon, or, you know, like, the floating things. The iconography you get with it, but, like, Matrix this is so just nondescript green. <laughs> it is, it is weird. Some of, the, some of these, yeah. Yeah. Some of the references they, they go to are very strange. Like they have, uh, well, first of all, Mad Max, Fury Made Road, obviously, which because I like. Tuck, note on that. <laughs> Afterwards, I was like, you know what? That's my favorite movie of the decade. I want to watch it. Go to HBO Max. Unavailable. So uh, get fucked, Warner. <laughs> anyway. Well, your commercial's not even <laughs> yeah, working. Yeah, commercial's not working right. I have HBO Max, but you don't have right. what you said you did. But you got to go out and uh, buy it, I guess, on, on Blu-ray. <sighs> but, anyway. Um, so we Blue have... Road. And, and a lot of these are just, you know, they didn't shoot new stuff for this. It's just the existing footage, and then they just put LeBron and Bugs Bunny, like, over it, kind yeah. of. 
Like it's the um, Oscars and, and, in 1999. And Jacob, they will do the lazy writing of like LeBron of Thrones. And you're like, oh, okay. This it's, movie was yeah. written by an algorithm. It, it is was. so <laughs> literally simple. Like well, it, and this, it, it, this movie was just give the algorithm its flowers, please. Like, it's right. Well, that's the funny thing is that the villain of this movie is an algorithm whose idea at the beginning is to basically put a cartoon LeBron James into different properties. And then LeBron's like, no, that's like a stupid, that's the stupidest idea I ever heard. But then they literally do that. So it's like the movie acknowledging that it's bad and it knows it's bad. But like, does that make it okay? I don't, if you're self-aware that you're bad, I don't think so. But, you know, at least it's something. You can't have your cake and eat it too. And I like the idea of this algorithm getting butt hurt. It's very eagle eye, the runaway algorithm. (laughs) It's it's, uh, Rocco's Basilisk. Oh, I will, everyone who didn't help me come into existence, I will now punish. And that's you, LeBron, right? Like, get fucked. Kidnapping your son. (laughs) And I do want to say, Don Cheadle is killing it in this movie. Like, he's Absolutely. doing so much a better job he than this movie. He puts it on his back deserves. and just carries it. <laughs> what a pro. Like, you don't yeah. have Bill Murray, but you have uh, Don Cheadle, and that makes it okay. But, like, some of the other human elements are just, like, non-existent. Jacob, like, we'll talk about the basketball stars, but even before that, like, his manager, his manager is Malik, just, like, yeah. wildly un... Like, wildly uncharismatic. There's nothing there. He has a nagging wife, and he's a bad dad. To my Star Trek boys, we get the USS Enterprise comes in and beams down his wife to to play the character. She is not only so boring. Now, there's nothing you can do with this written character. But at another point, she's like, like eagerly into them playing the game against each other in a way that is just un- unimaginable. That is your son going up against his father. This should be a nightmare situation for And the you. stakes are right. people are going to die. Yes. Like, we'll be trapped in HBO yeah. Max forever. Yeah, even, so so the, the threat is, if LeBron doesn't win, you're all forced to subscribe forever to HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> we will take your $10. Right. Automatic I'll live in that server. I don't care yeah um Let's i, sh- I want to say these- you know sonequa martin green well, I, uh, I just think i don't want to jump out of the worlds because there's a two that work good it's a big commercial but i do think when it's a cartoon cartoon like the dc stuff was working for me more hmm. like themiscura and and the justice league stuff was fun oh yeah sure yeah. sure one thing and i would Themyscira say i would watch would a whole movie up. with that with that style from the themiscura yes yeah. i thought and- that was pretty inventive Joe, when you were a kid, did you have, I don't know if it was Burger King or McDonald's, but the toys that were the Looney Tunes mixed with the DC, it was the Batman And you see the bugs. Daffy Duck. Uh, yeah, yeah, super Daffy. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. Yeah, um, the Wonder Woman stuff, it's interesting because it's it's like the Gal Gadot Wonder Woman <laughs> universe with the music and everything, but then it's Rosario Dawson voicing Wonder oh, Woman, actually, weird. who has voiced her before in the DC animated movies and stuff. Totally. So, a little interesting Which, tidbit probably, there. I didn't even um, notice until like halfway through that it's the beginning of Wonder Woman 1984, too. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so yes it was like the opening of that movie, uh, and I was like, oh, totally. Yeah, totally. totally. You guys didn't did. notice Remember that right I away? That, I didn't notice it right away. I like that Lola but, would end up like, if I'm going to go anywhere, I'm going to freaking. Join the Amazons and Wonder Woman and Themyscira. Let's go. Like, that was right. fun. And the best song in this movie, because the soundtrack sucks ass, is Wonder Woman's theme, because that <laughs> song does slap. Yes, that's a great, that's yeah. a great song. Um, Lola Bunny, voiced by Zendaya right. in this movie, 
which is kind of weird because Why? she's the only celebrity voice casting. Uh, like yeah. all the other Looney Tunes are just regular voice actors. They're, they're but the for some reason, Tunes. they got Zendaya. And the reverence yeah, yeah. that they treat so her with, awful. you know, is so much like LeBron will be like, thanks, Lola. You're the one who pays attention. But like, I got you back, LeBron. And you're like, what is this? She was the only one who right. knew what Lola, basketball who only was pops up. Previous one. Yeah. Yeah. Is she even part of the Looney Tunes? Because she's no, only ever she's popped a up in these Space Jam. No, she joined the Looney Tunes <laughs> yeah, too. Like, she she would show up in some other stuff later. I never saw her oh, in wow. anything other than Space Jam. I don't think, but uh, they need to use her more because there. First of all, there's like barely any female Looney Tunes to begin with. So, um, but yeah. Uh, so if I can go back to some of the references, mm-hmm. so we had Fury Road. Uh, then we have Austin Powers, right, right. Uh, <laughs> very weird fun. reference in the year 2021. Amazing. Uh, and then we even have like what Casa, Casablanca. Yeah, Casablanca. Um, <laughs> it, yeah. There's certain things where they're, they're almost not even reminding me that they own them. They're reminding me that these things existed. Like when the Austin Powers thing happened, I was like, oh my God, that was a franchise. <laughs> Holy shit. It's still yeah. Yep, yep. yep. And I think that the most recent references are like Fury Road, which came out a few years ago, obviously Game mm-hmm. of Thrones, which ended a few years ago. And then Rick and Morty. Yeah, Rick and yes. Morty. <laughs> With Justin Roiland doing the voice. Being uh, held hostage, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he got paid. Uh, they have a lighter with his contract. Say the lines, Justin. <laughs> and a, yeah, it's an adult swim show. It's, you know, uh, all ties yes. back to Warner, okay? Mm-hmm. Remember, we got our fingers in a lot of pot. <laughs> That's the like, moral of the story. Yeah. Right. I think the worst part of it was the audience members that are just continually yes. cheering right. and stuff behind the, the, <laughs> the cosplayers. It's so it, weird. It's it's yeah. like a spirit Halloween threw up in the background of this movie. Like yes. I'm pretty sure there were like six costumes that just rotate their way around. <laughs> yeah. And they're so animated at some points that it's like distracting. Oh, like I'm <laughs> Mr. Uh, Pennywise. I'm like, sit down, buddy. You're going crazy. Yeah, like, I don't know who so was like directing these extra extras but it's insane they're clearly extras it's not like you're like let's get a good cg yes. rendition of walking no, phoenix's no. joker yeah. it's no. just a weird ass no. guy no so so <laughs> the mask Mike, at to, one point <laughs> but to joe's point it's the so the 10 extras around the entire ring are spirit halloween you know we got him as close as we could but then mike the cg sea of characters of you know Scooby Doo, the Jetsons, you know, uh, Grape Ape, King all Kong, these Iron big ass yeah. motherfuckers <laughs> with this sort of Zack Snyder Army of the Dead, you know, out of focus filter over all of them because they're like, well, look, you know, we can't render all these things. Like, we gotta, we, we need people to know that we own this stuff, but we can't show right. them this they stuff. They do the big end. Yeah. So we have a whole series of scenes that are just jokes in our properties, and then just here's the rest of them. It, quality be damned, right? It's, In case you missed it, yeah. here's four jokers. You're like, well, wow. wasn't <laughs> right. Here's Pennywise. Here's the you know Clockwork Orange they guys. Played an entire tournament oh. against different factions of Warner. <laughs> yeah. My guys, it is That's it is sequel. so much more weird and specific than that. There are goons who appear in like one to three episodes of Batman the '66 show. 
that are taking up like two rows. Wow. It, it yeah. is so bizarre. All sure. of these circus bad guys from Batman Returns are sure. in the background oh, for some nice. reason. Yeah, the Danny it DeVito no penguin. Sense. Which Danny DeVito is, is in both these movies somehow, so, which is funny. That's right. That's funny. Nice. Good call. And neither at the same time. What bumps me out about all this kind of referencing their own material and stuff is like they set up a very interesting Space Jam new legacy in which LeBron wants King Kong and the Iron Giant and Superman on his team. <laughs> yes. Which is much yeah. better. Get Henry Cavill, Superman, just fucking somebody's neck. Yeah. I did like the joke when he's like, we can get Iron Giant, his you know, he can play with his favorite uh superhero, Superman, you know. Yeah. Superman's um, from Cleveland, you know, he's invented in Cleveland, let's go, you know, and then uh like right. you would want King let's Kong go. on your team if anything goes, but Bugs Bunny's right. just like, but no, no, we'll just get the Looney Tunes. We're not going to let you do that. <laughs> no, it's us again, but kind of not Bugs really. Bugs is sabotaging yeah, this okay. whole great plan to draft the super team. And even Lola's like yeah. about to join the Amazons and then Bugs ruins that. He's like, oh, why don't you play basketball <laughs> with us instead? But, right. Yeah, come on. Don't you want to go hang out with Speedy Gonzalez and Grandma again? So, Everyone's <laughs> favorite pair of characters that God. stick together for some reason. Right. Why? Yes. So never want to see you again, Bugs. Um, but yeah, like I said, these background characters are so distracting. Every time they cut to John Cheadle on the sidelines when he has lines, it's like all I can focus on is like the the fans freaking out behind you, Pennywise. Talk, I think you know, that's the point. I think that's what we were supposed to be watching, <laughs> to be honest. That's how it felt. Right. Like, so, like, uh, I feel like Warner we were supposed to be scanning the background. Cowboys. They're like, oh, one of them must. Cowboys. We're showing yeah. you cowboys a lot. Man. There's pirate right. movies. Here you go. Yeah, like there like, are. Warner Pirates. Yeah. Okay. But I want to go back to uh, the beginning of this movie. Uh, let's talk about LeBron and his family. So one thing I think is interesting, kind of weird about this movie is that he, his family, they're all played by actors, obviously, but they're modeled off of his actual family with slight name changes. Mm-hmm. Very uh, weird. Yeah, so like his wife, played by Sonequa Martin-Green, uh, Michael Burnham, like you said, in Star Trek Discovery, probably the easiest paycheck she's ever made. Um, <laughs> but she's based on his real wife, just her name is it. a little bit different. Uh, and then their kids are the same age as his actual kids and same gender, but... Just again, slightly different name name changes. I want to talk strengths. This is the strengths moment for me, Jacob. I said the family stuff was getting mm. me. One, the kid actors in this are a million times better than the kids in the first one in subplots. You know, we kind of know how oh, to write yeah, kids yeah. in general now. I like that the older brother was supportive of the younger brother. They're playing that playful game in the beginning. But the moment that made me tear up, Jacob, and I'm getting emotional now thinking about it, is again the opening scene. Seeing how young LeBron's mom was, knowing that she was a teenager when she had him and dropping him off at school... And that coach, I know we laughed about the Game Boy thing, but saying the very specific lines of, if you're good at this, this could change your mom's life. I'm positive somebody did yes. explain that to a young LeBron at, at a certain Absolutely. age. And that is a huge responsibility. And it sets him up that you kind of relate to him for the rest of this movie to be like, yeah, he fucking had it really hard. Totally. Uh, if I could, I'll just talk about LeBron James a little bit. Um, Please. I, I knew of him... You know, way back when he was in high school, I knew about him when he's playing for uh, 
you know, St. Vincent, St. Mary in Akron, Ohio, he was a huge local star because everyone knew he was going to be going in the NBA and he was going to be like, you know, probably going to be a superstar. Even in high school, they knew that. Uh, but he was raised by a single mom. Uh, he was very, you know, poor growing up. He was living, he had to actually lived on his coach's couch for, for certain periods of time, uh, through middle school and high school. And, uh, it was kind of as one way to kind of get out of, of poverty was to become a basketball star. And now he's obviously super rich, but his, he is all about family. Like his public persona is that he's kind of overly earnest. Sometimes he can come off as cheesy or corny, which is, is a valid criticism, but he is really wholesome and all about family. And he's honestly a great role model because he is just such a family oriented guy. Like that's the real LeBron. So I think that is a strength of this movie. The, the family message you have his older, the older son who is based off LeBron James jr. Uh, who, is great at basketball. Then you have his, his middle son, right? Who he wants to be also good at basketball, but he's not listening to what his son wants. His son doesn't want to play basketball. His son wants to make video games, right? He wants right, to go to right. the E3 camp guys, a totally relatable <laughs> thing. That's definitely not written by a 60 year old producer who Googled <laughs> the video games that gonna, day. Do you guys E3 remember when he did around the next dad year. dab? Like, <laughs> Don't do it. Like, but that, don't do fits, it. that fits the LeBron character because he yeah. would do something that's He's like corny. four years out of date. Yeah. yeah. Dad, dad, boy, cringe, E3. And I do, yeah, E3. It will. But I, I do like, I guess, with an asterisk, like this the script where it's like he's playing a video game and his coach is like knock that shit off play basketball right that's what's important so like it explains why he kind of doesn't see the value in the video game son at least it's set up somewhat right it's not out yeah. of nowhere yeah. it's a yeah. beautifully written commercial like <laughs> it's like, got a good it, message it as good functions as well but like come on yeah. guys it is but I think the family stuff hits harder in this movie than it did in the original. Like the the son is a bigger part than anything that happened in the in the Michael Jordan one. Um, but his son is kind of misunderstood. He wants to make video games, and we should say he's twelve years old, and he made his own video game, which would make him like a genius. And his dad should get behind his dreams because he's going to say basketball video game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's still I'm likes combining basketball. All he just doesn't understand. I'm inventing NBA Jam. It doesn't exist in this universe, yeah. and it's like, oh, okay. that's right. right. Right, and he has the ability to, like you say, make complete models of uh, NBA stars just on his phone using some kind of just scanning, scanning them. Yeah, because they were they, hanging they out. Have the legal rights, yeah, they, they're allowed to sign away their likeness and image for Dom LeBron's <laughs> game. Right, Dom Jacob, will you tell us who any of these people are? When the snake popped yes. up, I thought it was a black mamba, and I gasped because I was like, "This movie, there's no chance they're about to do this." No, well, that's the thing is that okay, so you have Diana Taurasi, and this is another element that I like is they use WNBA stars, yes. which uh, yeah. so Dun- cool. WNBA never gets enough credit. Um, like the you know they're just as good as NBA players. They they nobody seems to care, but uh, I like the WNBA. But Diana Taurasi is one mm-hmm. of the best. Uh, female basketball players ever and she was called the white mamba because she was kind of like the kobe of the wnba like her her game was very similar so she's the white mamba and that's why that's her nickname in this movie so that's that's her then you have she's a snake lady in this movie (laughs) yes yes which is great then you have uh anthony davis 
the mm-hmm. the brow uh who's lebron's teammate on the lakers obviously and his signature thing is that he has a unibrow obviously so of course that's what they make his character he becomes about, a harpy but why is he, he a becomes, bird? Yeah, becomes a bird man I guess he has a long wingspan, I guess. Mm, <laughs> Does he ever flap his arms in a fashion? Does he, is he covered in I feathers? Don't so. <laughs> yes. I don't think so. Otherwise, just get Larry Bird back in here. Yes, anyway, it should have been Larry Bird, Mike. Well, they want to use contemporary hey, stars, I think. But um, one of my big complaints about this movie is that the, the NBA cameos aren't that good and they don't get enough screen time. Uh, and then you have Damian Lillard, who is honestly one of my favorite basketball players. Like, I know I said LeBron. I'm a huge LeBron fan. But from just a game style uh, point of view, Damian Lillard is one of my favorite players to watch. He plays for the Portland Trailblazers. And uh, he he is Kronos in this movie. And he gets, like, a special oh, introduction. Dame time. Dame that's time, right. because that's his oh thing that he God. does. So he's known for basically hitting super clutch shots at the end of game. And he goes like this, Dame time. That's like his signature ah, thing. Okay. So, so uh, cool. they incorporated the time element into his superpower with like slowing down time or whatever. Beep, okay, boom. I could dig that. Who's, so what's who's the deal wet with the spider? Yeah, oh, wet, yeah, so yeah. wet fire is Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors. Who hasn't, Clay Thompson. Yeah, he hasn't actually played for like three years because he's been constantly injured, which is kind of funny that he's in this movie because he's not played an NBA game in, in like two and a half years. But Clay Thompson, uh, known for playing with Stephen Curry on the Golden State Warriors, and they're called the Splash Brothers because they're both great uh, three-point shooters. So he is wet mm-hmm. fire because he's wet, but he's also on fire, I guess. And all these people have Makes handles, sense. would you say? <laughs> Uh, Damian Lillard has has the best has handles of all. Mad these handles, would you say? <laughs> yeah, and style points. <laughs> but I want to know about the spider. Uh, please. Yeah, and lastly, we have uh, <laughs> Shelob, my Neca, favorite NBA player. <laughs> yes, Neka Okwamiki, which is owned by Warner Brothers. Watch of it now. Samwise Gamsey kills this character. What <laughs> <laughs> uh, Samwise on my team? Neka Ogumiki, which is a she's a another WNBA player. I'm not okay. as familiar with her, and I don't really know what the spider thing is about, other than they can make a, like a a, a, a rack Neka pun with her name. Of so course, I guess it's yeah, just that's probably scanning. I do like that he's scanning animals like <sighs> on his phone, and it's like. Oh, that this will be something later. And again, it's like okay, you know, it's but, well, right. yeah, we do see him scan scene. the tarantula. Well, but yeah. He, yeah, the the players get to see. Yo, hey, make sure I have a special move. Yeah, and I should be able to like get power ups. You know, you, you, them asking what video game terms are two <laughs> seconds before they right. say the lines. But again, the cameos are like nothing from the actual players. Like I wanted scenes of like Damian Lillard and Anthony Davis like losing their powers and like playing some kids in the street <laughs> going and being to therapy. Terrible. And yeah. I wanted a yeah, shot for right. shot remake with new people, okay? <laughs> Obviously. I wanted them sucked in. Right. They're put into the, the thing by algae rhythm. And they're like, what, what is this? We're about to merge you with a spider. No, no! Stop! <laughs> you know, and then they're like, yeah, yeah they're like a body horror. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're just. David Cronenberg movies now on HBO Max. <laughs> yeah, why right. did right. David Cronenberg direct this? But yeah, that, that's the villains are, are not as strong here. Like they might be more identifiable as their likenesses in real life, but 
I think the Monstars are a way better These enemy goons, squad Mike. than the Goon Squad. They're, they're, they're Monsters. Yeah. They're Goons. The Goon Couldn't squad. even come up with a name. They were like, eh, they're the Goons. <laughs> Yeah, and again, squad. I think the, the selection of these players is a little weird. Like Damian Lillard yes. and Anthony Davis make sense and Dorina Tarasi, but uh, it just seems like they just got whoever would say yes. You People know? were yes. talking about Blake Griffin, you know, long, when the rumor mill is going. Yeah. I don't know. Unfortunately, Blake Very Griffin hasn't been good actor. for years. But yeah. mm. he, he is. He's yeah. one of the he's, – he, you know, he's done comedy on the side and stuff, so he would have been a good choice, although he hasn't but he been had an all-star team. level yeah. for like four years. So. Yeah, so it wouldn't have mattered anyways. But this sets up then the nature of this big game. Again, it has a big game, as did the last one. I had questions about the rules because apparently anything goes except you have to have five players. But now we know why the rules don't matter because this is a video game, right? So everything's exaggerated. So we can just say, you know, right. fuck it. And anything algae goes. rhythm is controlling everything. So he literally at one point like reverses a basket they make, which yes. is like, why can't he just do that every time then? <laughs> why wouldn't he just <laughs> right, kill right. them all immediately? <laughs> And LeBron learns the lesson to lighten up as the game goes on, right? You know, he needs to not take it as seriously. He needs to have fun. Uh, The sun needs to learn. He's trying to make the tunes do it his way. Yes. Right. He needs to do it it their way. It goes back to the first scene when his coach is telling him, you know, knock off the video games. (laughs) You got to work on your fundamentals because you got to... Like you got to be make a living out of this if you want to get out of you know the out of poverty. So he came to basketball as like a although I mean he loved the game I'm sure but he he had to do well and so he he just needs to learn to lighten up and have fun a little bit I guess. Yeah, I mean there's like yeah. four scenes yeah. in this movie that are well written scenes that connect one to another, uh, and then there's just references stuffed in between those four scenes. Right, like you have mm-hmm. the opening. Then you have, oh, it mirrors him and his kids' problem, uh, what we saw in the opening. Oh, it mirrors the Looney Tunes. Oh, resolve to that problem. Beautiful story, family. Oh, but the Thundercats. Where's Jaws? Yeah, you know, and the son eventually joins his team. It's the whole, like, you know, I'm not playing against you. He stops playing in the middle of the game, you know, and yes. gives him a big speech. Yeah. Yeah, which, you know, that's the good family stuff yes. that this is doing better than yeah, and Michael again, Jordan by himself. The scenes with Don Cheadle where he's like um like grooming this kid is 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 actually kind of kind of well written yeah. scenes where he's it's just like wow, he's turning this kid against his dad, but um It has shades of like the never ending story to me. It's like yeah, the kid sure. in the book, he'll get his wishes, but he has to lose a memory and he eventually becomes this huge asshole because he's getting everything he wants and he loses sight of the people who actually care about him. So Don Cheadle is serving that function of like literature drama but yeah. only for like a couple scenes you know <laughs> that's it but i really didn't expect to like like don Cheadle as much in this movie as i did but he i thought he did great and he's a better villain to me than even the villains of the first one danny devito or whatever sure. because he's just he's so um you know he just has so much presence in this movie Don Cheadle walked into that green screen room and just <laughs> killed shoot it, it yeah. up. Uh, and you're <laughs> yeah. so lucky to be able to call on an actor who's got years of experience in the Marvel machine to act that stuff out. And I will say a genuine moment of surprise when he becomes the boss monster at the end. It makes sense on a video game level. But to me as a viewer, I was like, oh, that's you know something I didn't see coming. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the, and the anything goes nature of the game. Again, it makes more sense being a video game. Than the '90s one, where anything kind of went too. Um, 
but again, there's like the video game rules where it's like, oh, you got to do style points. And LeBron's like, posterize style them. points? That's yeah. not basketball. Posterize. I don't have fun. That's, that's not yeah. dad, 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 no have fun. Dad, and he has what did one, you do? one move that he does Up that glitches the AB. game. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, they save the game by doing a speed run uh, out of bounds yeah, glitch. You yeah, know? Mike, they try to break <laughs> records. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And there's, the idea that there's a specific move that you do in this game that will glitch the game and delete your character just seems like something that some executives made up that ha- don't know anything about video games, but whatever, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, because the thing is, someone's going to get deleted if they do the move. Right. And LeBron says he will, but then Bugs does it, right? Yeah, That's because he said earlier, you can't kill Looney Tunes. Anything can happen to them and they'll survive. So he gets deleted, but he still survives. Yeah. They pull a Chewbacca on us. Yeah. Yeah. Comes back one scene later. Um, so that's this is Space Jam. <laughs> the, the family gets back together. This is. is the new it's legacy, right? Uh, here it is. I mean, here's the thing. I think what we could do is wrap up the talk about the big game and yep. then just go to final thoughts after that. Yeah. Because um, we'll encompass it. But we were watching this movie at home. Thank God. And you're watching a basketball movie and you're just waiting for the big game, any sports movie. You're waiting for the big match, the big game, whatever. We're watching this movie, trying to get through it, all the references. Basically, the moment the big game started, we fell asleep. (laughs) It's like... It takes a minute. I don't know. Yeah, it takes a while. And it was long. Like, the the game itself is like an hour long. And it's like, at this point, the first, the original movie is almost wrapped up. Yeah, it's longer. All the things we're saying that, yeah, it's longer, but... I do want to mention uh, what I thought was the best joke in this movie and that actually made me yeah. laugh. And you guys probably know what I'm talking about, but at a certain point, they're in the locker room and I think it's Daffy is like, guess what, guys? I got fucking Michael Jordan. He's here in the stands. He's going to come join the team. They start playing That's his intro music. Joke. It's the it's the classic Bulls intro music dun, dun, from dun, the 90s. Dun, dun. And uh, who comes in? It's Michael B. Jordan. And uh, mm-hmm. I thought this was like, such a good bit. Very like I actually clever. laughed at this. <laughs> like you got Michael, you can get Michael A. Jordan. You got Michael B. Jordan. Like it's really funny, and it's you know it's sitting right there with his name being Michael yeah. B. Jordan. So it just makes too much sense. And I and I thought it was really funny. My favorite joke was when um, Don Cheadle's trying to manipulate the kid, and he's like, his uh, Dom's like, yeah, my, my dad just left. He's like, yeah, you know that's kind of his mo. <laughs> He yeah. left Cleveland. He left Miami. Right. Watch out, LA. I, I thought that was the best. Wow. Totally. Yeah. I like when they reference like his real life career, and then even Michael B. Jordan when he's leaving, he's like, "Oh, you got this. You were down three. You came back from three one. You got this." I was like, "At least I okay. got the three one meme in there." Yeah. So yeah, Michael B. Jordan <laughs> is the Bill Murray of this movie, right? My favorite joke. Sort if of. I could just, he was friends uh, with the producer. I'm sure. sure. If I can highlight the tunes of them all, because there's not really moments where yeah, we're cutting yeah. over oh, but, the tunes. Yeah. I also want to say on the Michael B. Jordan thing, he also hmm. throws in a Friday Night Lights reference, and I fucking <laughs> lost really it when that happened. It. Clear eyes, full hearts. Because Clear Michael B. Hearts. Jordan, one of his earliest oh, sorry, roles sorry, was popcorn. <laughs> Friday Night Lights, mind. if you don't know. So, yeah, Clear Eyes, Full um, Hearts, can't lose. The Toonie Boys. The Toonie Boys in this one. We're never really cutting too much over to them. You know, we said last time, it's a pretty good Looney Tunes movie, the first one. This, I mean, even setting up specific roles where it's like, you know, like I said, Daffy's the coach or whatever. We're never really, like, getting shots over at him, like, fighting with algae rhythm or, you know, like, calling complex plays or anything. Granny's not a lot of fun. 
one point though sylvester is wrapped up in the spider's web from the spider woman and he basically says let me die and it really <laughs> makes me laugh <laughs> let me die um i did not like the voice acting for bugs bunny no. so in the in no. the 90s one it's billy west right it's this Jacob, one's a it's different billy guy west this one can i say it sounds so much like he's doing a peter griffin Wow, Lola, it's like that time we were playing Space Jam. Uh, it's like, who the fuck is this yeah. guy? Well, like, I looked it up. I think that guy was, like, the first guy to do it after Mel Blanc died or whatever. But it's like, I, maybe he was better 30 years ago, but he he did not sound good in this. And they just got Billy West to do it. Well, the Billy West of it all, I'll say real quick, he has made such a career in the early 2000s. He was pretty much uh, Howard Stern's sidekick. And, you know, he was also the man of a thousand voices like Mel Blanc. And he would kind of do like, here's like Porty, Porky Pig talking about like eating you out and stuff. So I'm sure they like <laughs> oh, didn't want to invite, invite any back. of that into the conversation. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. Well, I'm sorry that you, you've summoned the, the beast himself, but you did say Porky Pig. So we have to talk <laughs> the about Notorious the Notorious P.I.G. Oh, how dare you, Mike? <laughs> Notorious <Why>? P.I.G.? Joe. <laughs> Uh, Joe, please tear was, it apart. Yeah, that I, was probably maybe the sure. worst part of the movie. Yeah, why not throw an Eight that? Mile reference in your movie in 2021? <laughs> they own Eight Mile. Do they? <laughs> they do. You're right. I, I don't know. They, they do. It was showing up on HBO. It was. Yeah. It's there. Oh my I also God. want to mention that so Damian Lillard, Kronos. At one point, he gets a special Dame Time thing where the time slows down, and this rap song starts playing. So if you don't know, Damian Lillard also raps and that's actually his his song oh, no. that's playing and so it's so he got extra money for this is he rep by yeah. warner media uh warner records uh, like is he, warner he might be yeah. but it's kind of funny like i play a lot of nba 2k right and in the in nba 2k 21 you could play so damian lillard could play as himself in this video game and it also has two of his songs in the soundtrack so he could play a video game as himself while also listening to his music Ooh. in that video game. <laughs> so just that's like Loki wanting to smooch Loki, <laughs> right? Just a little, a little much. Yeah, uh, but he's a decent rapper though. But uh, I guess a, that's a Not side as good the point. As Shaq. Yeah, I don't think the tunes are as well utilized, but I think the video game element allows for things like a thousand Wile E. Coyotes flying through with basketballs to score a thousand points being legal. Like, eh, okay, it's fine. But I, I don't like the 3D look of the tunes. I, I was going to ask about 2D. that. That, no. that really bothered me. Okay, so <laughs> in the inverses of this movie, when LeBron was animated, I was unhappy. When the tunes were live action, I was unhappy. Yes. <laughs> unhappy. Well, I didn't yeah. like LeBron being animated because in the Michael Jordan Michael one, Jordan he's not. It. Yeah, he's just. No, he's Michael Jordan. Like, I feel like LeBron didn't want to do that much on set. So they, they were just like, oh, don't worry. We'll animate you for these parts. You don't have to come in and do some green screen acting for this part just later. Which is like so, literally um, what the villain of the movie is trying to make. that's what i'm saying it's self-aware this movie knows it's bad but i don't know i don't think that makes it better but they don't care doesn't make you good (laughs) they don't care they (laughs) just want your money all right well i guess they got it with hbo max so (laughs) should we uh move on to final thoughts algae rhythm did it he got our money (laughs) let's get out of here on the flip side after the fourth quarter peace
Is Tweety Bird even in this movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is Tweety Bird lame now? I feel like she was like one of the coolest ones. And like she's like barely in <laughs> this movie. Well, I thought it was weird because actually the first starting lineup that the the Toon Squad comes out as is like Tweety Birds in the starting lineup. So it's like Bugs, Lola, uh, LeBron, the Sylvester, uh-huh. and then Tweety, who's like flying next to him. I'm like, that's a weird choice, but yeah. Tweety was in, did like Kung Fu in the first one, did like a whole yeah. Oh, yeah. karate bit. I mean, she was know? like, you know, like attitude. I feel like there was, small, she was like Minion memes me. before Minions. Yes. You know? Tweety, Tweety a was a the biggest thing in the 90s. I cannot explain yeah. that enough. <laughs> yeah. Tweety like she was barely in this one. All is Tweety a boy or a girl? Because I always thought Tweety yes. was a boy. I think it's a girl. Oh, that's an impossible question. When, I when, assumed it was a girl. I don't know. The only here's a merchandise spotlight for Looney Tunes. The only female characters they have to push on stuff. It used to be the girl cat from Pepe. They don't do any of that stuff for Pepe Le Pew anymore. Mm-hmm. So they'll right, put eyelashes right. on Porky Pig, and there's like a female Porky Pig, and they put eyelashes oh. on Tweety, even though Tweety <laughs> is yes a male. Huh. It's very confusing. I thought I thought Tweety was a male, and then there's I Granny, th- which I is like Tweety was a male, and then Granny. Can you imagine all the ladies want to buy Granny shit? Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a Granny shirt that says "Where's the beef?" Oh man, can't an old lady check her Twitter? Right. Um, but yeah, of course we do have Lola, who has a little bit different design in this. There is like an internet. Lost their controversy, right? A lot harder to jack off to her, and I don't appreciate that. Yeah, like honestly, I could give two shits. I think she's fine in this movie. The internet exists. Everyone that's complaining, you'll be okay, right? I mean, right again, I was bike. just thrown by the voice acting because I was like, "That's Zendaya." As soon as I heard her, I was like, "That doesn't sound like Lola Bunny." I mean, it's fine. It's just weird that, hey, like, how much did rock. she get? Did they pay oh, her okay. to do that? No. Close enough. I it's guess. just you know to have all the Looney Tunes and then like the one like obviously I'm voiced by a celebrity. It just like doesn't make sense. <laughs> right. It's the only stunt that's what I'm saying out of them. And be like, yeah, yeah, be like Mickey us. Mouse is talking and then like Sean Penn as you know <laughs> all of a sudden like it doesn't make sense. Here's what we're gonna do, Mickey. Yeah. Right, right, right. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just upset that they didn't get a cartoon Charlie's Theron to join them from Fury Road. That would have been my pick. Let's oh, go. How dare you, Mike. <laughs> well, okay, so we're talking our final thoughts yeah. here. I'm not saying necessarily, if, if you want to say real quick, who would you assemble for your Space Jam crew out of these Warner Brothers people? Using but my only question Warner is, Brothers properties. Well, who would you want to stand next to? Because if I'm out in that crowd, and you know, the entire time, because the movie oh, just invites yeah. you to double the length of watching it by pausing every scene and going, okay, so like, <laughs> there's Wacko, Yakko, and Dot, but they're like, on top of the rim? Like, are, are, are we ever going to get, like, a cut? Are they going to say something? No, they're not going to say anything. Oh, but there's the Flintstones. Are we going to get, like, a yabba-dabba-doo to wrap this up? Is it going to be, like, um, like a Roger Rabbit style, where by the time we get to the Toon Town at the end, everybody's coming in with their big lines and zingers? No. No. It's Nothing. not going to be like that <laughs> one bit, guy. So say what yabba-dabba, you're don't say a word. Yeah. Nice, nice. So, so what you're saying, Colin, is... In a theoretical world, you could be courtside to the server jam. Yes. Who owns the seats next to you? Uh, yes. In the who, Warner yeah. Brother. <laughs> yeah. What row are right. you in, Mike? Who, 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 who are you, who you next grabbing to, right? popcorn from? I'm. Here's what I'm doing. I'm going to the Scooby Gang. I'm hanging oh. out with them the entire time. <laughs> the I think I'm not going to get after. into any trouble. 
I'm, you know, I'm having a good time with Scoob and Shag the entire time. I'm chatting up Daffy and Velma. Yeah. That's a good the call. Mystery, really you good know, the call. mystery mobiles got the door open. You can yes, sit down. Yes, you're chilling in there, Joe. You're rolled up. You when the game's game? over, you can get out of there real quick because you already got the car ready to go. Let's <laughs> get I'm deck. not going back to the real world. Yeah. I don't think there's a better answer than that. That's actually nah, a, that's a good way to watch the, the game. It's the mystery and crew a thousand percent. It's if I be. can't steal I'll that, I'll you. just double down on Charlize Theron and Furiosa. <laughs> yes. You're out playing the guitar. <laughs> I'm playing the guitar on fire. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Um, for me, I'll tell you what I would be. I would be sitting in the announcer's booth with Ernie Johnson and Lil Rel <laughs> and commentating Lil Rel. on the game. <laughs> Look, we said, uh, Jacob, thank you for doing the shout out here. If Don Cheadle is the Holy Father in this thing, you just talked about the son. Little Rel is the Jesus Christ of this thing, putting his all into this movie and trying to make sense of it. Yeah. Yeah. Just giving that commentary. You love it. And Ernie Johnson, who's really on the, and this is okay. This is a perfect miss opportunity that I wish they did. Ernie Johnson is on inside the NBA with Shaq. Kenny the Jet Smith and How is it not Charles the whole Barkley? Crew? How is it not why did the Charles whole Bar- Why does Charles NBA Barkley crew? not have a cameo in this movie? I was so mad. He's got this weird nostalgic feeling about it. Um, I don't know. Um, missed opportunity. Yeah, a lot of missed opportunities. Here's I'll, I'll jump into my final thoughts on the Space Jams. All right. Um, first of all, fun fact: Frank Welker allegedly did the voice of Michael Jordan's dog. In Space yes. Jam 1. Okay. I did see them. <laughs> great, great, great. And Michael Jordan wasn't the only one facing off uh, in a pop culture crossover because Barkley did play one-on-one against Godzilla. Don't, don't forget that. That's the poster I had in my room, dude. Yeah, and I need to see that movie soon. Oh, yeah. Um, but, I also want to... Oh, go ahead. And then I'll do my I also want to mention the uh, after Space Jam 96 came out, they're going to make a sequel, right? Let's talk about really quick some of the potential sequels oh, they would have yeah. made skate have jam to. starring tony hawk amazing i like it uh, probably would have been the best one probably yeah, i think and tony hawk was huge in, in the early 2000s too so uh but then you have race jam with jeff gordon no Boo. no bad name <laughs> and yeah <laughs> uh spy jam with jackie chan and just to real quick jump in, the jam is the thing that is the transitive <laughs> the property for all of the parents. Apparently. 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 Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. the race jam. All right. All right. All right. Better than race wars, I guess, which is yeah. what the yeah. Fast and the Furious hey, you, race was do? called. Hey. Uh, What's and up? then there was the, uh, they were going to make a sequel, a Space Jam 2 with Tiger Woods at one point. Uh, and then eventually said, you know what, instead we're going to make Looney Tunes back in action. (laughs) Yes, and so Jacob, you know, Joe, I want your opinion on this because I feel like you're my Brennan Fraser buddy, but there seems to be this reclamation project for for, uh, back in action. That's not a good movie. None of these are good movies. (laughs) I I was too old for Looney Tunes back in action. I've never seen that one. Well, and Looney Tunes back in action basically killed the Looney Tunes popularity, I feel like, yes. because they're, they were never as big as they were in the 90s after that movie came out. Ever yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like Y2K killed Looney Tunes. Like, I feel like they were dead. Yeah, pretty. I feel like Space Jam brought them back with like, hey, you guys remember Looney Tunes? All right. Anyway, 
they're gone again. <laughs> just, just, yeah, you, yeah. you can break them out if you ever need it. You know, you're gonna get like a random like Tasmanian Devil watch for yes. Christmas one year from like an <laughs> absolutely you, you are right. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I think probably the biggest failure of not fa- it's not even a failure. It's just a property of it is that the Looney Tunes aren't popular, and so you can't build a movie around them for like kids these days quote unquote right, right? that's so why they had to incorporate these different properties yeah that's exactly right that's but what kids are leaning into game of thrones you know what i mean that's not i mean the harry potter <laughs> that world kids you know? love it all right they love game of thrones and they love casablanca and they love uh wizard of oz <laughs> jabberjaw <Yeah. laughs> mm-hmm. these are yeah, their favorite right. characters yeah, yeah so i guess I'll go into my final thoughts. Space Jam 96, as I said, it's a fever dream, but it's brief and it's fun enough if you're nostalgic for it. The Space Jam, a new legacy. I don't think it should lead to a new legacy. It has a stronger story hook, but overall it's less entertaining. And I literally fell asleep before the big game. So um, there's no Bill Murray. So uh, Space Jam 96 wins. Um, That's pretty much where I'm at. All right, I'm going to follow up, and I'm only going to talk about the new one. The old one, it is what it is. It was a fun movie when I was a kid. I don't feel all that much about it. Uh, The new one. You guys remember when the Geico Cavemen almost had a TV show? And they scrapped it Mm -hmm. because the pilot was terrible? That's what this movie is. I propose instead of making a calling card for HBO that is a piece of content, not a movie... It's still valid, but it's content. It's not filmmaking. Uh, mm-hmm. Instead, just treat it like NBA 2K. And every year, put out a new one. Just, you know, it's Space Jam, you know, you know, 2K22. And it's the same exact movie as the 1996 movie. They just pull out Michael Jordan and put in a new star, whoever's hot that year. Like the Madden cover, yeah. Yeah, okay. it's the same thing. Just do it like that if, if that's what this means to you. <laughs> Uh, interesting. It would probably do pretty um, well, honestly. <laughs> I'm sure it would. <laughs> if this did well. Well, here's my take on it. Okay, so the 90s movie. Okay, obviously, both these movies are bad. They're not good movies. Mm-hmm. Um, the 90s movie was a bad movie that I think if I was an adult in the 90s, I wouldn't have liked it at all, obviously. But looking through the nostalgia lenses, I can't say anything bad about this movie because it's... I. You know, I still love it, even if it's bad. Mm-hmm. So that's all I can really say about that. The new one, um, not a good movie. Really, really, really bad. But uh, <laughs> I, I, what I respect about it is that LeBron was like, okay, if I'm going to be in this movie, it's got to have like a good family theme. And like, it just fits LeBron's uh, public persona. And I like that aspect of it. And if there's anyone that this movie was made for, it's me. Uh, being a huge LeBron fan and uh, you know, this is just, if they're going to make this movie, I'm glad that they did it with LeBron because I wouldn't have liked it as much if it was like Kevin Durant, it wouldn't have worked. But LeBron is a bigger than life persona. Like Michael Jordan was in the nineties. He's the only basketball star you could really say that about right now. But uh, yeah, it's a bad movie. It's, it's shameless corporate, you know, uh, commercialization saying, you know, look at all our properties. Remember this? But uh, I still enjoyed watching it, even though it's basically like garbage. Uh, <laughs> I, 
it's 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 just very polished garbage but i did uh i did enjoy it at points yeah all right colin well look yeah this movie sucks uh i'm with jacob (laughs) there's some fun stuff in it the family the video game aspect of it i was against hearing about watching i'm like oh you know what they pulled that off pretty cool here's what i want to talk about back in the day when we were kids you throw on that first space jam movie the shield comes up bugs bunny in a tuxedo leans up against the warner brothers shield he eats a carrot that's for warner brothers family group okay that is the production studio that made their family oriented movies okay the people who made space jam 2 are what you call wag w-a-g it's the warner animation group okay very important distinctions here because i want to talk about the other stuff that they made when you see when he says yo your dad's got a big cool meeting at warner brothers you know do you want to come with and they pull up to the lot you see other warner animated group movies teen titans go to the movies um lego movie you know all all the cool animated stuff they put out throughout the years the other things that they do and that they did last year is the tom and jerry movie now space Mm -hmm. jam and tom and jerry are occupying this thing for Warners where it's this ballooning budget where it, I, I just think it must be some sort of corporate shell game, you know, hiding the account of, mm-hmm. well, it's a live action hybrid. So we're, we're allowed to spend as much money as we can. Well, it's animation. That's why it's so expensive. Funnel more money to it. Funnel more money into it. Where I'm not kidding. The tax frauds are investigations because these movies, they're garbage. They're absolutely fucking filthy fucking garbage. The mm-hmm. animated movies they put together. You know, Joe, we think that Lego Batman's the best Batman movie. Like, it's like, yeah. Yeah, there's no question. It's like, I like what Warner Brothers Animation Group does. Whatever's happening over there, rethink this live action hybrid. It's not working. It's not going well, to work. You're not going to be Roger Rabbit, Jacob. It's never going to fucking happen. I don't know if I totally agree with you because from a financial perspective this movie was successful i mean it dethroned black Black widow as number one (laughs) um i would be very mad if i paid money to see this in a theater but yes because i was able to basically see it for free having hbo max i'm not as mad because i just threw it on yeah and just you know it's the wonder woman um, effect i'm telling you if you if you you don't pay for it like up front and leave your house you'll watch anything a hundred percent. And I do want to say, like, when I first saw the trailers for this, I was like, oh, this looks like a piece of shit. And it is in one sense, but it's also better than I expected from seeing those original trailers. So I have to give it credit that it's like better. Like once I saw that it's going to be like involving AI and like uh, rather than like space aliens, I was like, what? That's not Space Jam. But uh, you know I what? I swear they don't say it once <laughs> in the movie. I swear. Like, please, yeah. let us well, that's know, That's what I'm saying. Like, why is it even called Space Jam? I guess they are flying through the server space at one point, but... Because uh, the other movie's called Space Jam. Don't overthink yeah. it. It's garbage. Yeah. One other fact I wanted to throw out that, that I didn't mention earlier. The, the, uh, hit, um, the, the assistant character, or the, the, his LeBron's like assistant or producer yeah, Malik, or whatever manager Malik, yeah. manager. Yeah. That's based on 
also a real life person, Maverick Carter, who's who's LeBron James's long term or longtime friend who grew up with him in Akron and became his like business partner. So mm, I thought wow. that's kind of a fun tidbit, even though he's not really that important of a character. I just or as entertaining as, well. as Wayne Knight, but that is an interesting uh, tidbit. Yeah, you know, we were talking about looking in the golf hole. I did like the joke where he goes, "Siri, absorb me into the phone." <laughs> and he just keeps yeah. saying that. Too. I thought <laughs> right. that was good. Yeah. Yeah. So there's certain aspects of this movie that I surprised me with how much I like them, but overall, yeah, it's a piece of it's a piece of trash. I mean, Colin, I see the poster in your room here. You know, Gremlins make an appearance at this basketball <laughs> game too, and I was not happy yeah, about uh, it. Mike, okay, just because you just said it, the the when when LeBron takes the meeting at Warner Brothers, there are bronze statues of what you assume are the most quote unquote important properties at Warner Brothers, right? We get a, a bug's head setting it up. We get a gremlin head, not gizmo. We get an, a not maybe stripe, you know, but but, but what is recognizable to, to the brand, quote unquote, gremlins. Yeah. And then you get Dot Warner's head from the Warner Brothers. And I'm looking at all three of those and going like, who is making these choices in these scenes? Who? What is the, the thought for the people in charge here? I just, I can't connect. It's the it's algorithm, Sarah Silverman and Stephen characters. Yoon, I think. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, it says we would get five more looks on Twitter uh, if we put these things in. You're right, Joe. It the is, Easter egg thumbnail game. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess at least I'm glad my sports movie says it's okay if you're a fucking video game nerd. <laughs> Essentially, that's the message of this movie is that LeBron wants his son to become a jock and his son says, no, dad, you just don't understand. I like video games. And then by the end, he gets to go to video game. (laughs) My sports movie validates gaming. Okay, I guess that's good. (laughs) That's what I'm here for. Yeah, yeah. But I'm looking forward to never watching it and never thinking about it again. I don't ever want to talk about it again. It's making me really angry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm going to watch this this movie so many more times in my life. I'm going to bet. No. Space Jam (laughs) New Legacy 2K 2022. Last question then. It's kicking Black Widow's ass. Are they going to do Space Jam 3? Right. And And how ugly is it going to get? Does a dum-dum's going to go see it? Because then the answer is yes. But let me ask you guys. Does it ditch the Looney Tunes? Is it in the next one? To. Is it like, look, you know, Daenerys says she'll, Amelia Clark says she'll play Daenerys in this. We've got oh, the God. Iron Giant. Like, they really do the whole thing. <laughs> no, I don't think that this movie will get a direct sequel in that, like, LeBron will be in it. I'm, I think if there is another Space Jam, it'll be, like, in another 20 years starring the LeBron James of that era or the Michael Jordan of that era. But I don't... It's I don't like think Haley's make Comet. You just get yeah. one yeah. Space Jam a generation. So talk about how important no, the LeBron movie it. was when they were growing up. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, no. It's, it's fucking it. It comes every 27 years. <laughs> Feeds on your Another fucking Warner property. Pennywise, Pennywise dances yeah. in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He became what we feared, a, a heartless reboot of something we were nostalgic for. And he just manifested this. I'm not yes. happy. Yes. Yes. I like I Joe's like fan theories about this movie a lot more than the real thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. And I also wanted to mention another fact that I didn't mention earlier. LeBron basically decided he wanted to be in this movie because of he was in a movie called Trainwreck with Amy Schumer and Bill Hader, mm-hmm. directed by Judd Apatow. You might remember it. Um, and he played like the, the side character of 
himself basically, but as you know, Bill Hader was like a sports medicine doctor person who would like treat him and LeBron was like his friend and he got mm-hmm. kind of rave reviews from that small part of basically just playing himself that he, he did pretty well comedic acting. So based on that, he's like, you know what? I think I could be a movie star. Um, and then he's in this. I don't think he's great in this. He might be a little bit better than Michael Jordan as an actor, though. It's a low bar, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, yeah, that's another little fact I wanted to mention. All right. And he also produced this, so he's laughing all the way to the bank, looking <laughs> yeah. at Black Widow, waving. Uh, you know, yeah. Not he's happy, got a big guys. Looney Tunes sack of money hanging over his shoulder. Yeah, you don't fucking care. Dad, dad, yeah, boy, cringe. Care. E3. He's dad, dad, in our right. E3. Let's get out of here. Let me say that's 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 all, folks. Uh, normies, we are done doing the jam, doing the slam. Come on, y'all, talking Space Jam. Uh, but if you'd like to hear us talk about other stuff, of course, like, follow, subscribe, do all that good stuff. Check out our YouTube page where you can watch the videos of these. We're loving those, too. Hit us up at normies underscore like underscore us. Shoot us some messages. Say, oh, yeah. Shut up, dudes. I want you to only talk about, you know, other sports movies. You guys got to do a minor leagues episode. Yeah, let us know. We'll talk about that. Come on. That's another John G. Alveson movie. You know Mike's going to make <laughs> us do that movie eventually. Come on, baby. Yeah, yeah. I did get Karate Kid vibes when he yeah. uh, heard the sweep the leg and was like, maybe Don Cheadle's not having my best interest in mind. So I was going to bring that up. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway. <laughs> but we've been your host. This is uh, Monst Colin Star. This is Michael B. Jordan. Uh, <laughs> Jabber Jog Joe. This is King Jacob. That's all, folks. All right. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Goodbye. My name is Optimus Prime, leader of the Autobots. If you don't like, share, subscribe, or visit our YouTube, remember... I will kill you.